Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. It's that time of year where I stop wearing pants on the show. Oh, great. I'm wearing shorts now. Just it was. It's that time of year. I think pants are going away. We're pants going, are no longer. Well, sleeves are no longer in style for you. So no, I like this shirt. I'm wearing my Bill Belichick. Did you make that yourself? Is that a is that a self made creation? No, I bought it. It was only like fifteen bucks. Because it looks like you cut the sleeves off of it. No, I got this at H and M. Cheap cheap ass clothing. This is like fifteen wow. seventeen bucks or something. Wow. I was like hell yeah, this is my kind of shirt. That's cool. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all Belichick yeah showing right off now. the. It's like a whole new you. You got a beard trim. You got a haircut. Got the, I'm got the pits sticking out. Oh wow! No, no you didn't trim that. That's still <laughs> no. quite burly. You, I, I'm standing by it now. That I've seen your haircut in the light. Very much like Ronan. You have a very Ronan like haircut. I from... do not have the mohawk that Hawkeye had in Avengers Endgame. Yes, <laughs> you're wearing. The, yeah, and I think Emily pointed out too. Wearing the cutoff hoodie also, I think, is what's. I'm enjoying. I mean, it's a vast improvement over what you had going last week. I'm enjoying this conversation because we just went from me being like livid in real life to me being like, "Ha ha ha!" It's a podcast. Okay, let, I want the record to show you're not mad at me. No, no, I did no, wrong no, this no, week. You're fine <laughs> this time. <laughs> Nothing. Got, <laughs> I love how you're like. Did you read the fucking episode? I was like, yes, I read. I read the uh, two issues. <laughs> I didn't say that. You it was, well, the tone that you provided in the process was very angry. Because sometimes you're like. Eh. Did I read it? Yeah, but see, I'm glad I did because, like, even Emily was like, if he says no, someone's going to die. <laughs> I was in a bad mood. But well, I'm then, good now because we're here with the people. But then, to my credit, had I not read it, it's not really to my credit because I did, but, like, in my defense, had I not read it, you would have probably been happy, like, good, shorter show, less to edit. I have much to do. No, I just said, sit your ass down, read these issues, and shut up. <laughs> yeah, if I had a dollar for every time you told me to shut up since I walked through your door today. <laughs> I can't remember what I said. I wasn't even halfway up the stairs, and I said, "What's going?" You're like, "Shut up!" I'm like, "No, that's because we had to watch some uh, teaser trailers." You're like, Shut up! I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, "But we're good because we're here with the people, and that's yes. a happy time." He's not mad at you. He's mad at other people. Oh boy, am I! <laughs> um, but what do we got going on this week? Uh, we got the news, which I want to dive into as quickly as possible because, as I was previously livid, I would like to jump into something that makes me full of joy. In the news. Oh, okay. You know what it is. I'm so ready to talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Our preamble can go away because there's one dive straight into it. What else we got going on? We got this week in video games. going to talk about Michael Bay movies or Terminator Genesis. No, those are awful and I hate them. Or the Brian Singer X Men. Mostly boring. One good one, but he's a sex pest. See, I'm just Why trying are you to bring... trying to do this. <laughs> just... Don't bring me down. <laughs> sorry. I'm just trying to keep you level. Oh, man. I'm sorry to talk about that one thing in the news. Uh, sports reports this week in video game history. We're going to be talking Moon Knight's first appearance, Moon Knight Episode 2, and your questions. If you want to jump around, time codes are listed down below. A small scheduling note for next week. Oh, so this is something I should be aware of? You should be, because I don't know what it is yet. Next week, I am going to uh, be leaving the continental United States and going to Hawaii. To hell with you, sir. Wait a minute. Does this mean I have to take care of your cat while you're gone? No, I got all that settled. Okay. Out. But here's the thing. Oh, is uh, is Karen taking care of the cat? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what we're doing for the show because we're going to do one of two things. We're going to do uh, basically a full show with an interview, which is kind of the one I'm hoping for. All right. Last time we tried that, I wasn't on the show. so That was because you were like filling up your bandwidth with something else. So that's not my fault. I wasn't aware that my bandwidth was being filled at the time. <laughs> so we're maybe doing an interview. Okay. Which also, why didn't we just sit in the same room and do... Can you plug both of the microphones into the... That's not how USB microphones... Like, you can't do that with USB microphones. Ah, I see. Okay. Unless you had a mixer that plugged in USB-wise. Yeah, I do own one of those. I don't know where it is. Oh, that's a problem. It might be inside this right here, but I'm, to be honest, I'm not positive. Okay, well, there's an easy way to figure that out later on. Open it? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. So we're either going to do kind of mostly a full show with an interview, uh-huh. or we're going to do a commentary track. I don't know yet. Well, I think it's important to know what day are you leaving. Well, I'm I'm leaving Wednesday, so we're not doing that. No. So maybe I'm hoping for the interview. That's the one I'm hoping for. Okay. 
Uh, well, scheduling. I'm, no, not, my weekend is packed at the moment. Not putting too many eggs in that basket, but we'll see. So it would have to be like a Monday or a Tuesday night. We'll see. I don't All know right. yet. Something's coming next week. It's probably going to be a hair different because, you know, leaving the continental United States. But I'm here for you. I'm here to deliver. Does that mean the week after we're off? No. Next week is the only one that's going to screw it up. Wait, when are you back from Hawaii? Maybe the next week screws it up. I don't remember. I, I would say I would think so. Yes. We'll figure this out. <laughs> This is, you've only known you're going to Hawaii in like, so maybe, is, well, okay, maybe there's an abbreviated show and a commentary. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, or maybe we just end up skipping a week. I mean, I gotta, we gotta figure out sooner than later. My, my weekend is, is packed. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Something's coming next week. All right. All right. But let's move on from there to uh, what I want to do and move on to the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. A new Star Trek trailer dropped this week. Yeah, it was for uh, Strange New Worlds. That's where that was going to be the joke. Yes. Well, I was I was usurping your joke, sir. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Um, I was going to build it up like we're going back to the past. We blah, are. Blah, blah, or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I screwed you over there. Yeah. Strange New Worlds had another trailer. As I said after watching it, tell me your Star Trek the original series without telling me your Star Trek the original series. Oh yeah, Pike is a. Uh... He's a horn dog compared to those other times we saw him where he was in a box. Mm. Going bleep, 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 I have three lights. Yeah. You could say he was laying pike <laughs> in the trailer. So wasn't Spock. Spock's ears weren't the only thing pointed up. Great. What does a Vulcan penis look like? I assume like a regular penis. Do you think Vulcan semen is green like their blood? I don't like this conversation but no i would assume not because that's how you get the crossbreeding of spock oh well maybe his is more like an off green like a light like a lime green a light green this is unpleasant i don't appreciate this well these are the things that pop into my mind on occasion when they have sexy horny star trek well i mean hard trek you didn't watch which i still recommend you do um lower decks yeah lower decks where they literally have a uh trap in there to collect all of the male leavings in the holodeck i was like oh that's gross don't lie to me. don't <laughs> lie to yourself though if you had access to a holodeck like that you'd be in there having never fantasy leave. women yeah your fantasy women like would i get bored eventually no know what i tried last <laughs> week speaking of holodeck and it made me think of the holodeck i don't like this no no it's actually an oculus okay great and like you draw out a perimeter around where you're supposed to be like sort of like show up when you reach out beyond the perimeter so you don't like run into things but it shows up like a grid i'm like this looks like the damn holodeck yeah I don't, i've tried i've uh played with them i have i don't own one uh played some beat saber i've not played beat saber i did a some th- shooting some ninjas or something i did one where i uh i was fishing i did a walk in the woods like a uh like a nature walk and a reindeer walked up to me these are very accessible things like in your local neighborhood uh, then I was on the space station floating around. That made me motion sick. I was also on a roller coaster, but I was standing up to do the roller coaster and I kept stumbling around. My body kept thinking I had to brace for movement and there was no movement to brace for. Whatever. I, I'm all about this new strange new world show. We'll check it out when it comes out on Paramount Plus, mostly because whenever there's a new Star Trek show and we talk about it, uh, we get a numbers boost. It's a good point. Peek behind the curtain. People love it when uh, we talk about a new Star Trek. I can't wait for new Star Trek. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch the first episode or two and then not revisit it ever again. Mm, that's fair. Because <laughs> that's what will happen. But the real. Oh, my God. Hey, happy First Contact Day. Is it First Contact Day? That's why this teaser was released. Ah. So we're in the midst of Star Trek Picard season two, the penultimate season. Yes. Which is fine. It's like he's he's super old. Like, yeah, three seasons. Seems three seasons rude. is enough. But they just decided to dr- drop a teaser. Seasons two and three were filmed back to back. It was literally yeah. season two wrapped. They started season three the next day. Yes. Smart. Because season two was also deeply delayed by COVID. Yeah. And they dropped a teaser that's mostly audio. Look, there's, I don't know how to build into it, but the it entire was, Next was, Generation cast is back. They're all back. They're all fucking back. It was ASMR for your ears, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Like, I'm half those views because I was just at work and I was just like sl- swiping it back to the beginning. Click, like, click, 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 click. I, I click. this 24 times in a row. Why not? It was oh, so good. I was like, what are they going to do? Like, There's also, a- I was like, this also took away any stakes left in this season. Picard oh, yeah. obviously lives. Also, um, 
you have previously stated, I said, this is exactly what I want. And you said, no, I don't want that. But then they gave me a taste of it. I'm like, damn it, you're right. I do want it. <laughs> Never mind. You dirty sons of bitches. You knew me all along. Kick this new cast out of here. I don't give a shit about them. I would like to do as I like to. I just want senior citizens talking to me about philosophy. I would Maybe like, they shoot someone in the head once. I would like to uh, do as I like to when you share something with me and you and I text about it back and forth. And when you're tec- you and I are texting back and forth, it's one of two emotions. You're angry at me or you're excited about something. <laughs> it's never to make casual conversation. I'm not a, it's, I'm not a conversational texter. No. It's never to like, hey, how you doing? It's nothing, it is, because then when I see you, what do I have to talk about? That's a good point. And, well, and yeah, because we talk for an hour every week. This is kind of us. Like it's almost like a catharsis. Yes, I never see you outside of this. You're right. It's true, except for I was here multiple times a couple of weeks ago. But anyway, most of the time when you're texting me, it's actually either we're sending each other lewd pictures or spammy articles. It's unfortunate. Well, it's not. I guess they're not lewd. They're they're good memes that we send back and forth. You sent me gigantic penis porn. No. On Mar. Uh- yeah, March 31st. Yeah, so you were right in the fact that I had it teed up and you fell for it, and I would have had you on April Fool's Day. You should have sent it April Fool's Day. Why I wasn't you... thinking. I was too busy being upset that somebody else got me, and I was trying to find my vengeance elsewhere. Great. Anyway, Tuesday, April 5th, one seventeen p.m., the conversation starts from Zach. The whole TNG cast is back for Picard Season 3. They dropped the teaser trailer. I responded with, shut up. I'm going to start my third viewing now. Fucking love that theme song. That was at one twenty. I didn't answer because I had things going on. Then at 6 o'clock that night, I don't know how many more viewings you had done. Many. You, like, all of a sudden, out of the blue, I can't tell what the last word Troy says in that teaser. Alone, I said, that or rogue. You say, stupid fake accent. I say, mm-hmm. And you say, whatever. This gets my nipples hard. Riker still has that swagger. Fuck this new cast. Make way for the senior citizens. <laughs> I also, I said, also, it seems like Picard saves the day again there. There are no stakes in season two, and you respond with, "They say it's on a season that they say it's a season that takes place on a starship again." Take my money, I said. I need it injected in me. And your final response was, "Just steal the Enterprise and go rogue. Bring back Data. He's a robot. It's fine." I stand by that. But again, a reminder: that's the things we text. The teaser starts out. It's Picard. It's like, I am not a man. Who needs a legacy? You have it fucking memorized. <laughs> I do. And then Jordy comes in. I was like, oh, they're bringing back LeVar Burton. That's awesome. Then Brent Spiner comes in. I'm like, huh. But is that data or is that a soon? It, it sounds like a soon. It's too... Yeah. It's too out there to sound like data, but I want it to be data. I then, know that they killed him. Bring him back. I don't care. Hey, guess what? Guess what fucking Star Trek 3 was? Bring him back Spock after a big emotional death. Bring him back. I don't care. I said it to you in the text message. I left out the part where I said, before. And you're like, Exactly. <laughs> The best thing they did in Nemesis was leave the door open to bring back Data. Yeah. But then, like, they rolled, like, Michael Dorn. I'm like, ooh. It's Worf. And then by the time they get to, like, Gates McFadden, I'm like, oh, we're bringing back everyone. Yes. And I do love that, like, sh- I mean, she did a great line read. I love Riker's line read. His audio is way different from everyone else's, but he's, like, there's so much swagger it's time in there. for a good old-fashioned road trip. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> ready as ever. As ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, that. I listened to it many times. But my God. Like, yeah, look, this is the actual end. They're very old now. No one really had to clear their schedules for this. No, but the the problem is we have to wait a whole year for it. Ah, man. I mean, CBS, like, or Paramount Plus, whatever it is now, like, they're basically saying you have a new Star Trek every single week forever. Like, that's their whole thing now. Yeah, that's. I mean, they're trying like their new Halo show. I'm not going to watch. It. I'm not even going to bother checking it out. Well, again, that's care. not Star Trek. That's Halo. It's different. Yeah, but I don't care about Halo. But no. that's not the point. It's like, but they're still going to be delivering something new yeah. Star Trek every single week on whatever different show they have, whatever four or five shows they have going at any consecutive time. Hey, get the property, use it, baby. Let's yeah. go. Speaking but of outer... man, I couldn't be happier though. Like that is oh, yeah. just hearing those. Like voices you said, again. like I think I think actually having it happen. I was like, eh, it was a good ending. And now I'm like, but wait, there could be more. Don't you just want them to steal the Enterprise? Which So which Enterprise would it be at this point? Well, it's not going to be the D. It'll be the E. Now, here's a question and a thought that I had. What if? What Oh, I do have if, another thought. Hang on. Okay, do your thing, then I have a thought. What if that season two ends and there is no real resolution and they need to bring the whole crew back to create the resolution with the Q storyline? No, I don't think so. I think... Okay. 
I was thinking about who's going to be the villain because we've done the Romulans, but it wasn't really wrapped up. We've we're now doing Q, and the Borg have been intertwined yeah, in the, all of the that. Borg's been in all of this. I think I think we're going to wrap back around to the Romulans. Mm. Would be unless they want to introduce something else. But if there's this whole cyclical nature, which they're clearly—I mean, they flat out said it in a press release—it's like it started with these guys, it's going to end with these guys. My guess would be the Romulans. Could be the Romulans. I mean, the, maybe the Ferengi. No, it's not going to be the Ferengi. But I mean, the, the, the no, whole like Tal Shiar thing. Yeah, there's some that's unfinished business there. I think that's where we'll land. Um, so here's my thought of how it might, it, well, uh, Brent Spiner's voice sounds like he's doing Assumed versus Data. The line that he says is like... Um, uh, something about evolution. Evolution. It's like, it's not It's a, uh, not about preservation, it's about advancement. It's like, do we get a more realized Data? Mm, could be. That was kind of like, it's a very, like everyone else's line was like very, with the exception of Riker. Riker's kind of tells us that like, we're probably stealing the ship and going rogue. Or stealing a ship. Yeah, but everyone else is kind of, it's like general platitudes, but Data's is very, or not Data necessarily, but Brent Spiner's line is talking about like evolution and Data's character was all about trying to become more human, to become yeah. more evolved. So I'm like, could be. Maybe it's the guy that killed all the Husnucks. They just left him on that planet and he just killed all the Husnucks with a thought. Remember that dude? No. Same as like Kevin Roshenko or something like that. You know, I do remember Gary Seven. We're going to get to that in a minute. Oh. Yeah, this was just like pure joy. And they end with that Gary Goldsmith theme. Ba, 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 ba. It's like, I know it's the motion picture theme. Fuck that. It, it was a. Well, the, that was the entire motion picture. They just played that theme. No, it's the next generation theme. And my God, it was like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I was going to watch it anyway, but I couldn't be more excited. Yes. Speaking of outer space sagas, did we talk about this last week that the drop of Obi Wan Kenobi is being pushed back a couple of days? Did you? You'd read my notes from there. No, I didn't. that far away. I knew that. It's going to be a double episode. Yes, Obi-Wan Kenobi was going to be on May 25th on a Wednesday, but they've pushed it back to May 27th, but with two episodes. Or as I'm going to call it, Friday. Two Obi-Wan episodes. Great. Yeah. uh, Fried like Greedo. (laughs) Fried like Dexter Jetster frying up something at his weird diner. Yeah, with his weird beard. (laughs) Yeah, sure. It's two days, but it's twice the Obi-Wan. I'm excited for this show. Yes. Not as excited for Picard season three. Um, to be it's a silly question because I don't I don't personally really have an opinion. Let's go back to uh Weird Al's white and nerdy. Do I like talking about uh Star Wars versus Star Trek? No, I think the actual line was uh Kirk or Picard. I know. I sc- I realized that the second it was out of my mouth, I was just gonna move forward. Oh uh, well, I didn't allow that. I can't have you go where, misquoting Weird Al. Where do you stand on a Trek versus Wars? Trek. I'm a Trek. I love Star Wars, but I think, I don't know. Star Wars, for the most part, has the, for me, has the more epic feel. Yeah. But I think that I do. I think they both found their niche in that Star Wars is better episodically. I mean, Star Trek, rather, is better episodically, and Star Wars is better on an epic scale. Yes, in episodes. Uh, but the reality is, is I think I might have a little bit more of an affinity for Star Trek just because time commitment. I think like not- Star Wars, if I want to watch it, not including all the shows or anything, but if I just want to watch the movies, I can, you know, do that in a long weekend versus if I want to watch like Star Trek, like I got to immerse myself in that world for a lot. That's a, just a bigger time commitment. So I just feel like living with those characters for longer. I think also growing up, like Star Trek was on every day. It was in syndication. Next Generation was on every day. I remember watching it after school. It was on like 4 o'clock every day. I was watching Star Trek if I didn't have something going on. So like that drew me in more than... Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars, but I don't know. Trek pulls me a little more at the heartstrings. I think it just does based on longevity, just for the time commitment that I've put into it comparatively. Yeah, agreed. We just live in that world longer. I don't know. They do different things in a different way, but... I mean, I was so excited. Like when that, like I remember, like another thing we were texting about was like when the like the Force Awakens teaser dropped and like Han Solo came. It was just like fuck yes, and it was so exciting. But now, like we're kind of getting the same thing again with like you know these characters again, and hopefully being handled better than they were towards the end. Yes, because the end was not great. No. All right, uh, Miss Marvel had a teaser. It gave us nothing. No, there was people walking. Nothing. Some people walking out of the smoke. Who are they? I don't know. Smoke people. Yeah, people in the smoke. Maybe we'll do that um, 
Spider-Man issue where he talks to a high school athlete who gets into smoking and then it screws him up. Smoke people. Did we ever do that? I don't remember. Uh, no, I don't think we ever did smoke people. I've definitely threatened it because it's bad. Okay, well, now I feel even more threatened. Thanks. Doctor Strange had a new teaser. We watched it, and to be frank, I am going to refrain from talking about it. Okay. I th- There is, um, I think, a, a relatively major spoiler in there uh, surrounding... I guess I can believe this. Yeah. Yes, I, I think that's a pretty big spoiler that they showed. Well, no, because it's a... F- I don't think it is. Okay, think as you want. But I think that's a pretty big spoiler that they're in it. That they're going to show them, yes. Well, now i got to edit around this. But yeah, so I, I would say uh, there's a new like one-minute Doctor Strange thing out there. Don't watch it. It's a little spoilery. And I I, think- I'm going to disagree with you. I think that they, it's, that's a MacGuffin. They are, they are floating that at you, and it's not really a happening. I'm going to, of course, I was wrong last time and it cost me 20 bucks, so I, maybe I recant my statement. I was right, but I was wrong. Yeah, I, I would avoid this one just because I think it uh, spoils too much. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news. Hey, you know how people love to get uh, character first appearances? Well, Blade's daughter is going to be in the Marvel Free Comic Book Day special coming out next month. Ah. Which I guarantee shops already have that issue just sitting in a back room somewhere. So you're saying break into your local comic book store and steal it? Yes, apparently. Okay. Or maybe bribe them? Because here's how Free Comic Book Day works. Like, Free Comic Book Day is in May. Free for everybody but you. Yeah. But when you're a retailer, you got to order that shit, like, in January. And I don't know if uh, they were like, hey, guys, this is going to be, like, an important issue to get. Make sure you get plenty of them. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Sometimes people will tell you that. Sometimes they don't. I'm willing to bet they didn't. And it's not like you could do a reorder on that stuff. So um, get there early if you want to try and flip this like an asshole. How does one flip an asshole? Uh, pile driver. And that's it for the news. <laughs> it's time to move on to this week in video game history. Or screaming and streaming. That too. We haven't talked enough about Picard yet. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Episode five? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? That there was going to be a Gary Seven reference? No. What did I predict last week on the show? Oh, the um, Gerardi's the new Borg Queen. Yes. Yeah, she is. She uh, Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. She shoots the Borg Queen. She's like, I got my shotgun. Yeah. Bang. Well, it was Picard's family shotgun. Borg Queen's dead, but oops, she's in her brain. So, again, here goes the Q says something about there's a moment that alters the timeline. Was that the moment that altered the timeline when she killed the Borg Queen? I don't know. Maybe. Technically, the timeline's already all altered by them going back without Q's help. Frakes is back, baby. Yes, he is. As director, doing some first contact references within his own episode. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he didn't direct that movie already. I'm aware of that. I know. I was a joke. (laughs) I was. It was. Two takes Frakes. He's back. Yes. Efficiency. It's a model of efficiency. No, I... I like this episode. Things move forward. There was actual like things that happened. We have no idea why um, this. I don't know. What, I forget what the watcher. Themselves. Yeah, whatever they are. Like the one that looks like Laris is just like look. I don't know, man. Yeah, I was just told watch after her, and so I do. But don't <laughs> interfere. So this is very Marvel. So do you know the whole um, Gary Seven backstory? No, from the original series. No. I couldn't believe it when they name dropped that. Picard's like, it's like that thing in Kirkship with Gary Seven, where it was basically the same thing. Oh, no, I think, yeah, I remember the episode where they're like. He has to like watch over a whole planet. Yeah. He can't interfere. But it was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for a spinoff show. And I think they actually filmed a pilot that never went anywhere. A Gary Seven spinoff show from the original No, I remember series. that episode. Well, I remember reading about that episode, rather. Because like, they said that the portal thing that the Watcher took Picard through is similar to that from that episode. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's like Gary Seven. I'm like, Gary Seven? Jesus that thing on Christ. Ship. Yeah. That's, that, is a, that is a deep cuts pull. Yeah, to which I'm sure the Watcher's like, who the fuck is Kirk? <laughs> and everyone else is like, who the hell is Gary Seven? Yeah, more importantly. But I think one of the funnier things is we keep getting Brent Spiner as different soons. I think I was... Doing, I like this version. I was counting them up. I think he's up to eight different characters. I think they all look alike at yeah. different ages. <laughs> but I also thought it was funny that um, I can't remember her name. 
is it Asa something? Yes. Uh, who played Data's daughter and last season is now like a Soon's daughter. And I guess they all just look the same every single time. Yeah. I'm like, sure, why not? Except this one's allergic to sunlight. And I did hate it when... Um, and bad air and water. When he, this Soon went to go meet with Q, he's like, what's the data? I'm like, shut up. By the way... Too obvious. By the way, did you call the phone number on the business card? No, I did not. You should call the phone number on the business card. Is it Q? It is Q. Just yelling at me? Yes, exactly. He berates you. That's what I always wanted out of John Delancey. Yes. He pretty much says, like, why are you calling? Of course we knew the Q continuum. You would call here. We're busy right now. Don't leave a message. We already know what you want. Something to that extent. Does he know? Because he can't snap his fingers anymore. No, but I want to know why Q's so hellbent on doing, like, what he's doing. There's got to be something... Because the trial never ends. True, but now he's not even, like... It's not a trial of Picard. He's just openly screwing with humanity's timeline. He's uh, putting on a bad German accent for some reason and screwing with Picard's ancestor. Yeah, it's very true. Very I was true. very confused when this episode started. I'm like, did I miss something? Nope, you didn't. It was very jarring. Yes, to have him... Tra- so, I mean, Q is... Is Q dying? Is Q... What's... There's something wrong with Q. I don't know. I, Q's, I, he lost his powers a couple of times. He's lost them before. There was yes. um, a Q that like committed suicide. There's this one time he lost his powers in Voyager. And um, The first time he lost his powers, he ended up on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise naked. Yeah. Red alert. Had- that was also the same episode when he was given his powers back. He brought in a mariachi band and gave cigars and fantasy women to people. But yeah, so we get Rene Picard, Picard's ancestor. Who's going on the Europa mission to find, and this mission she finds some form of life. So. It's strange new civilizations. Yeah. To boldly go when no one has gone before. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But this um, is, of course, all before World War Three. I also think it's funny that they're like, you absolutely cannot talk to her under any circumstance. I'm like, they are all going to talk to her any given chance they get. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're not supposed to talk to her? We're going to break into this party and see what happens. I do like that it became a heist episode. It did. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, sure. It's Ocean's Eleven. Why not? And nobody's going to... I thought there was some interesting, you know, a comedic point when Picard's bringing the Watcher onto the ship. Yeah, yeah totally. And they're... like, oh, yeah, these guys are totally discreet, and they're dragging a dead body through. Sure, there's an explanation. Yeah, I, I thought this was... A... And they very much hand wave away the fact that Girardi shot the Borg Queen. They're like, oh, yeah, she shot the Borg Queen, and nobody talks about it. Like, Gotta be hard to get home. Nobody talks about it. There's a dead Borg Queen hanging in the back of the ship, and nobody seems to think it's a problem. Whatever. I like this episode. I think it's a pretty solid one. Yes. No, I agree. I'm just pointing out the little nuanced pieces of it. It's not nuanced. They shot her with a shotgun. Okay, so it's not really nuanced at all. It's not what a nuance is. Fine, whatever. Let's move on to Moon Knight. That's Buckshot. It was, yeah, it was. All right, we're going to move on from there. You keep on skipping segments. Why do you want to skip this? Because no, Moon Knight episode two would be part of Screaming at ski- Screaming. Screaming at Streaming. No, I guess it would be. You're right. Ha! <laughs> Let's move on to Moon Knight episode two. Yes. I continue to really like this. Uh, I'm way more on board for this one than I was the first one. Really? Yeah. It was just, it was less of him waking up surprised. Ah! Yeah. There was uh, 100% less of that. Well, I think it was supposed to be jarring in the first episode, but we learned a lot. There's some really great exposition in here, and it's hidden really well. Ethan Hawke, again, chews it up. I love that. Yeah, do you like his voice is way down here? Yes. I have a mullet. But I have a silly. It's not a mullet. Voice. You had a mullet. He has long flowing locks. He doesn't have long flowing locks. He has stringy You had a ass merkin hair. on top of your friggin' head. Stringy ass hair. You had a merkin. And a likes, bushy 70s merkin. He likes to kill. That's not what a merkin is. No I know what a merkin, merkin is. No one had a merkin in the 70s. That's true. They didn't need one. <laughs> He's, he just likes to hold your hand and kill you. Yeah. And summon jackals from a purple portal on the floor, but. Uh, I was more endeared to the Steven character because he was less foppish in this one. He was yeah. a little more proactive. He's like, oh, I'm going to hop on the back of this motorcycle and, oh, I'm going to get into a fight. And, you know, I'm still, like, confused and defensive. But he, he was at least more proactive, which makes him more endearing. Like, oh, you can actually, you're not just entirely just like, oh, 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 what is happening? Yeah. I mean, he still was for a good early part of the episode, but it makes it raises some questions. So, like, who chose this body? Was Steven the original body? Was it Mark? 
how long has he been occupying Steven's body? There's a lot of un, you know, unanswered questions. Who really is the multiple personality? Like who is the real of the two of them? The talk about being uh, an avatar for an Egyptian god. Yeah, the sassy Egyptian god. Yeah, he's very sassy. Got time for your bullshit? No. And apparently, Ethan Hawke's character was already an avatar for. Yeah, his character um, doesn't. For as little as I know about Moon Knight, I know that the Ethan Hawke character is, barely has any history whatsoever. Which also I think just kind of opens up the door. It was like, if he doesn't really have a history, you're just going to make this shit up and no one's going to be like, but it's my favorite villain. He's no one's favorite villain. Yeah. So they have created a lot of leeway within that. I like the um, introduction to the Mr. Knight character. I think that's a fun costume design. That's a great costume design. I mean, the other one is fun. Like, I like a big flowy cape and whatnot. But there's also just something fun about, like, I'm a dapper man. He's like... I'm a dapper man with a moon present. I, I, I like when his, his alter ego goes, what the hell are we wearing? <laughs> just like him... Uh, I wish there was a bit of a mix-up in what he was fighting. Like, I didn't need to see another, like... Egyptian dog. The Egyptian hellhound. Yeah, it's like, ah, we just saw that. Like, fight something different. Also, that's, it's, but that's a minor complaint. Interesting to see, like, the difference between the two personalities and how Mark Spector has destroyed everything in his life. Also, I appreciate that we got to see things from his perspective where he was, like, kicking in the mirror on his side. He's, yeah. He's like, God damn it. This guy's a pain in my ass. Yeah. I love, again, I said it earlier, I love how Os- Oscar Isaacs is really playing three characters. So this was not, I'm not going to take credit for it. It was not my thing. So when he asked out that girl in the last episode, did she uh, not question why he didn't have a British accent when he asked her out? That's a good question. That's a great point, actually. <laughs> that That is not mine. I, I stole that from the internet. That's a wonderful point. Good job, internet. Yeah. I'm not going to, I try and uh, be very good about not um, taking others' observations or opinions as my own. Yes. Strive for that on the show. Originality or I'll credit vaguely the internet vaguely the internet i think yeah i like this one a lot more i thought it was a lot stronger in general and i was a little little hesitant going into the first one but I'm, i think i'm on board now i'm there mm. just beat up something other than an anubis yes all right we're gonna move on from there do you have anything more to say on moon knight episode two no i don't layla i don't know what her deal is no i don't know what layla's deal is either i, I haven't read enough moon knight comics is it layla miller that's the only layla i know in the marvel mm. universe yeah yeah, of course. You know Layla Miller. Yeah, of course. We're going to move on from there to this well week first. in video game history. Yes, we are. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. Well, it's a quickie this week, but we got some biggies. All right. Lay it on me. 1982, Atari released this uh, previous, I, I'm saying pre- previous, I assume it was previous. I believe it was previous. Previous arcade game. I'm going to say... On the cartridge, where um, you, well, you got to stuff your face, man. Well, you stuff your face? You just got to keep eating. Keep eating. Oh, them. it's uh, Pac-Man. It is Pac-Man, 1982, released on cartridge from Atari. 1994, let's say the... Uh, boy, I don't know how you're counting this. Um, def- a top five Super Nintendo game. Okay. Where you have to kind of... Boy, it's literally described as like a style of game where you have to crawl around a space station and shoot aliens. This is like... That's oh, a first-person shooter. It is not a first-person shooter. It's not? This is a like definitely top five Super Nintendo game. Like I think no matter how you split it, some people might call it the best, some people might call Super it... Super Metroid. It is Super Metroid. What an incredible game. Never played it. Hard, oh my god. Get yourself a Switch or a one of those super nintendo minis it's one of the yeah. greatest games of all time it is it is one of those games like most games you know there's a lot of good stuff out there this is one of those ones where like oh this one's like this is top tier like one of the best of all time yeah super metroid love it i got the um, i shouldn't say i got it i was given um it is a, the new metroid as a gift for oh, christmas yeah. i have barely touched i really want to i just video games from i just barely have time like i can maybe play them on the weekends and even then like i still probably haven't played a game since the last time we played a game wow I just don't have time. It's yeah, hard. Games I feel are, that. Games are the thing I have the hardest time squeezing in. I feel that, like, especially now that the days are, the sunlight is out longer and the days are nicer. I mean, these I used to, like, you know, play them, like, daily, but I these days, like, video games are definitely the thing I have the hardest time squeezing into my day, mm. as I'm going to be up for a million hours editing podcasts. Well, it's good for you. Builds character. Makes money. 1997. Should this have come out on the Nintendo 64? Who knows? But it's a first-person shooter with a BFG. 
Uh, Doom 64? It is Doom 64. Then 2005, I don't know, maybe a couple sequels down the line, this one was everywhere. It was the third in this series. One of the most popular games of 2005. Also had a BFG? Uh, it's another version of Doom, but is it Doom 3D? It's just Doom 3. Just Doom 3. <laughs> there we go. It, it was everywhere. Yes. Whatever. This is a biggie. That's it. That's what yeah, happened this week. That was. ID Software. I still remember the cheat codes for when you play the DOS version. Uh, let's see. ID GIF is, um, I believe that's weapons. IDDQD is god mode where you can't die. Uh, ID Clip, you could walk through walls, which is how you could beat the game at the end, but you ran into the disembodied head of the game's creator. Or I think those were the three I remember. IDDQD was god mode. IDGAF. Doom was a good time. Yes, it was a good time. The Imps. The first Doom, I think, was better than Doom 2. Like, just the original first round of Doom. I don't know if I played Doom 2. I definitely played the first one. I remember it giving me, like... And playing it on... Freaked the shit out of me. I played it on um, Super Nintendo, and I played it on PC. And I definitely played Doom 64. I don't know if I played Doom 2. The music was good. Yeah. But that also led to, like, Wolfenstein, which was also... was pretty much Doom, but it took place with zombie nazis there are so many wolfenstein games there was one on pc i used to play all the time i can't what was it called it's the map was um basically normandy and you could play on either side i can't remember what version Uh of wolfenstein that was i used to play it all the time it was a it was an online game on pc oh i don't know Ah, you held on to it aha i should have will smith that gone a little harder (laughs) wow 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 all right we're gonna move on from there so from from Doom 3 to the potentially doomed season of the Boston Celtics. No, it's not doomed. I was going to say something like from uh, the ghost wimpy and Pac-Man to the Los Angeles Lakers not making the play-in tournament. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. I saw a great tweet today, and I meant to send it to you. So are you aware of what One Shining Moment is? No. It's the the song that they play at the end of the NCAA tournament, like all the highlights of the tournament. Okay. Uh, I'm aware of the song. Yeah. Really? So you know One Shining Moment? Yes. I know and you know song. how they do the video montage at the end of the NCAA tournament? Mm-hmm. Somebody made a One Shining Moment montage of all of the Lakers lowlights this season <laughs> and released it when they were eliminated. <laughs> Uh, what a shit show of a team. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so the Lakers are out. Boston Red Sox open up the regular season. I believe it is with the Yankees, if I read that correctly. Supposed to be tomorrow, but that game has been postponed to Friday. That matters if you're listening to this podcast sometime in the future. But if you're one of our Patreon subscribers and you're listening to it the day it comes out, well, now you know Thursday you have yeah. some time to just listen to the podcast. It might not be Watch the day Picard. it comes out. It might be early in the AM hours. Whatever. Well, not the day it comes out. The day we record it. Oh no! I'm, it might be uh, might be released like one a.m., two a.m. Whatever, because of other things. You know, the diehard fans will be waiting. The diehard fans will be there. Uh, Bruins are continuing to Bruin, and the Patriots signed DeAndre Hopkins, receiver, uh, help bolster up that receiving core just a little bit. Uh, Dietrich Wise restructured his contract to be a little more cap friendly, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Before we get to Zach's NBA report. I don't know what to even say. Who knows? I don't know. I know the Lakers aren't moving on. That's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty much... Oh, shit. No, the biggest sports story of the week. Sorry. How did I forget about this? Somebody's back. Guess who's back? Did you do this Back again. Tiger's back. Oh, is he? Tell a friend. Yeah, he announced uh, this week that he is going to play in the Masters. I think... When was it? In the late 2020, I think, is when he had his really bad car accident. Late 2020, early 2021. Last time that he played in the Masters, he won. So Tiger Woods, back in the Masters. People say he looks fantastic. Uh, he was asked in the press conference, do you think you can win the Masters? And without even blinking or flinching within a heartbeat, he said, absolutely. So that would be his sixth green jacket master starts on thursday i'm sorry so you're predicting he's gonna win when he hasn't done anything no 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 that's what he said i really don't know who i think is gonna win the masters i think he's gonna be top five i think he's gonna make the cut the big thing is can he walk for four straight days after all of i mean this guy almost lost his leg they were getting ready to amputate his leg but tiger is here so that's on my sports bucket list 
What? It, to go to win tickets or win, you have to enter a raffle to win the opportunity to buy Masters tickets. And you can only purchase tickets for one of the four days. You can't buy a whole weekend's pass, I don't believe. So you can quietly go. Yeah, but I think it's just, I don't know. I, I have sometimes I have mixed feelings about it, but like part of me is like, it's Augusta National. And given, I mean, it does have a really checkered past. I mean, I don't think there's only like a half dozen female members, and that wasn't even a thing until not that long ago. And how for the, like, one of the, I think it was the one of the founders of Augusta National said that the players would always be white and the caddies would always be black, but how it's grown. Oh, cr- Jesus. Yeah. No, that's, a, uh, you that's mean, a quote. You mean shirt color, right? Yeah, sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I looked at it. I look at it from the standpoint of it has grown and I love golf and that is a premier golf, just a walk. Because when you go to that, you can, like, you're walking around the course just to see the course and go to like some of the iconic places like Amen Corner, uh, you know, 11, 12, 13 on the back to see the 18th Creed, to look down the fairway at one. I mean, there's some crazy stuff, but Tiger was drawing massive, massive crowds to watch him practice, to watch him practice. It's amazing the drawing power he still has. So anyway, Tiger Woods back at the Masters, the Masters this weekend, first major of the year that is back. I'm trying to find one of the pictures of his practice round. Yeah. This was people watching him practice. This is him hitting up 18. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting piece, he is uh, he is a an athlete that is sponsored by Nike. And oh, here's an interesting quote. It was like watching Superman put on his cape. Interesting. But he he is a Nike athlete, but he's wearing foot joy shoes. Nike makes golf shoes, and he's worn golf. But he says the foot joy shoes... Uh, might help him be able to walk. So that's wild. What a great brand ambassador. Yeah. So this is the picture from when he won his first Masters to when he was practicing. Also, the pressure to hit it down a quarter of people like that. I would kill somebody that's standing in that crowd. I would hit somebody in that crowd. Not going to lie about it. Thus fulfilling your life's uh, dreams. Yeah. And the the winning tweet was from your man, Conan O'Brien. If Tiger Woods can play the Masters with a hurt leg, I think I can finish this crossword puzzle drunk. <laughs> so there you go. Jared's sports reports. Basketball. Who knows? Good sports report. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> That's really where we're at. There's literally, as we're recording, there's a three-way tie for second. And by the, uh, by the way, what do you mean who knows? Because the Celtics do not want to see Toronto because reporting out of Boston is, that I think it was two or three of their, quote, superstars. No, I don't buy that at all. All right. What they have said is they are not they they've been consistent for the entire year of not uh, speaking on vaccination status. No, I don't think Toronto is an issue. Okay, I think that is very much just playing into um uh ho 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 kind of narrative from ESPN. The what narrative? <laughs> that's a diff- look over here. That's a different uh, tone than you just set, sir. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Uh, at this point, instead of jockeying for seating, I think that Boston should just go for as many wins as they can get, get into second place and have home court advantage in the second round. Yeah. Cause I don't think this is really controllable. I mean, I think they, they'll have control of kind of picking their destiny within the last game on Sunday. Cause the season ends on Sunday and they have a later game, but I think you just go for it. Just go for the highest seating you can get. Yeah, I think so. That's kind of where I'm at, but right. I mean, it's, it's too tight to be able to figure anything out. The play in tournament could go, any which way like it's it's impossible to tell so stay healthy that's it at this that's point. the key <laughs> that's really it yeah i have i mean you can pre- there's like a bunch of different ways this could go that's but it's impossible to actually predict so just go for it at this point yes get, get i think home court advantage is going to be more useful than trying to jockey for like let's try and get like cleveland or chicago let's just beat the ass of like the nets and whoever the fuck all right there you go that's where i'm at all right, we're going to move on from there. Hey, Moon Knight's a thing right now. Yes, it is. So we're going to go back in time and talk about Moon Knight's very first story in Werewolf by Night number 32 and Werewolf by Night number 33. Ow! In this week's Jared's Reading Corner. I'm the best there is at what I do. But what I do best isn't very nice. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. All right, brought to you by writer Doug Mensch, Munch, I never know how to pronounce it, and Don Perlin, the Double D Boys, bringing it to you once again. 
Is that a thing? The Double D Boys? No, I just made that up. Wow. Doug and Don. All right. Coming at you. D squared. Double Ds. Sure. We'll go with that. No, Werewolf by Night. We get our first appearance of Moon Knight. Doesn't waste any time. He's there paying a one, punching a werewolf. Yeah, beating the shit out of a werewolf in an alley, and people are watching it. By beating up Jack Russell. We've talked about him before. Werewolf by Night's name is Jack Russell. Yeah, like a dog. (laughs) A breed of dog. So, yeah, he's beating up Werewolf by Night, and the werewolf is like, well, uh, you might be wondering how I got here. Record scratch. Goes back to, like, 24, 48 hours previous, in which he mauls the shit out of his best friend while trying to eat a girl named... Buttons. Buttons. Her name is Buttons. I was going to say Pebbles, but I meant Buttons. What a strange name. But they're out of this fancy ski resort, and the werewolf comes out, and he tries to eat Buttons. The kid, Buttons. Yeah. Uh, his best friend of the world protects the girl, like uh, smothers her with his um, near corpse, and Jack Russell runs away. Yeah. Also, like if you get mauled by a werewolf, don't you become a werewolf yourself? He has to bite you. Oh, I, well, it looked like he bit him. He's. I think he just cut him up bad with his claws. So big old lacerations because um, his friend goes to the hospital and they're like, "My God, these are the biggest lacerations we've ever seen." But because it's a uh, find me the three best surgeons in the building now. (laughs) But because it's a comic in the seventies, where were those lacerations? (laughs) Those non-existent lacerations. The non-bloody lacerations. (laughs) The biggest ones we've ever seen. Like so, random white guy with a six-pack. So uh, big you can't see him. Yeah, apparently there's no blood in the snow either. So anyway, Jack is all distraught that he almost probably, yeah, most likely killed his best friend in the whole wide world. And punches a wall, breaks his hand, and it's like, I got to get out of here. And, oh, by the way, he got a ride from a weird, strange guy as well. He was a hitchhiker for a, a hot second as well. Yeah. But his uh, his dad's like, well, you're you're a werewolf. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do about it? And he gets home only to be found by Moon Knight. Mark Spector. Yes. Who has been hired as a mercenary for some really bad dudes? By like the committee, the committee, the committee, the commission. That's not like I felt like the comic, like old comics, and like like they call them like the commission, the committee, the syndicate. And they, they just wave. They're like, "Here's ten thousand dollars," and they fan it at him. I love yeah. that they fan it at him. Like, look at our money. Here, you have ten thousand dollars. Go catch this werewolf and keep him alive, so we can have him. But they suit him up, so that's the origin of Moon Knight's costume, is this committee just gives it to him, and his name, which he will later state, it's a stupid name. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, well, yeah. you're really uh, bringing terror and fear when you're saying, so he doesn't I have, have a dumb name. He doesn't have any superpowers yet. No, but- uh, Other than he's like got silver armor. Yeah. This is a very overwritten issue, too. They're like describing, like, he's got this <laughs> gauntlet that's used by the gladiators. Yeah, and he's doing this kind of kick, and he did the same kind of kick again, but he, with his silver boots and his silver this and his silver that, and he's throwing moon stuff. Yeah. And meanwhile, Werewolf by Night's like intermolling is like, I thought the moon was supposed to give me strength, but instead, there's this Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. Also, Moon Knight. Moon Knight has a lackey named Frenchie. He's very French. He's like, well, the helicopter is will not fly higher. Like, I'm, I'm going to kill and you know, maybe do other inappropriate things to these ladies. Ha, ha, ha. I am the Frenchman. Uh, so, yeah, you've got uh, that kind of in episode one, and uh, their fight spills over into episode two. It's mostly, if his first appearance has a downside, it's that it's mostly them just punching each other, Yeah, which is fine. Like, have a punchy, punchy punch-up, but... A punchy, punchy punch-up? Yeah, but it's mostly that. Like, they fight, and then they stop fighting, and they fight again, then they stop fighting, yes. and then they fight again, and then... Then, well, they fight, and he turns back into a human, and he gets kicked in the head. I do love that, that Moon Knight's like, my God, but he's not like, my God, he's a man, he's like, my God, that was weird. I can beat him up faster now! Yeah, exactly. Get him in the head! He's like, I can't believe this this werewolf just turned into a man. Like, do you not do your research on werewolves before you fought one? Or they jump into the water... The like one of the panels I thought that was weird looking was the werewolf as he came out of the water and it was wet. I was like, it's a really weird drawing. Moon Knight is generally unlikable in this. He does give us his backstory. He's like, Hey, I'm the best mercenary you've ever seen and I've Well been not, a it was agent. it was a whole panel that was like, I was a mercenary and a soldier of fortune and a well, I guess those are both the same thing. And yeah. I was a special ops and I was a spy and I have weapons knowledge and I'm really strong and I'm really smart and I pretty much get his whole friggin' resume in one one uh one text bubble. 
Yeah, he's generally unlikable. He's very abrasive. He's very punchy, and he's also just throws a lot of around a lot of insults. Like he's fighting werewolf by night, and I wrote down my favorite when he's like, "Hey, mange puss, mange puss." He called him Lon Chaney. My God, just an unlikable. Guy. Again, a reminder of how like how much things have changed with fifties. Again, it goes back to my discussion about Augusta National Golf Course. Still not without its faults, but. You look back at the language in the 50s and look back at Augusta National Golf Course or any place in America in the 50s, things have changed. That's right. They do use... Um, you couldn't call anybody a mange puss now, could you? They do use a racial slur in this or what would... Uh, Frenchie? No, they say what a jip. Oh, that's true. They did. Yes. Which, that word bothers me, but not the way that it's like it should bother me. Like That was a, like a term that I used, but I didn't know that it was like a race, like a racial thing. Oh, like the time I said honest engine? <laughs> yeah. But, like, I said it, and someone just started screaming at me. I'm like, what are you talking? Like, I had no idea, but it was just like, I just, someone just started, like, turned around, like, just started, like, like just screaming at me. I'm like. Please note that I, I said am... engine like a car. Vroom, vroom, rev, rev. Not a thing. Still No, not you had thing. me look that up, and I went, oh, oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the one that I got caught. I'm like, I literally, I had zero idea that it was, like, a racial slur, but then I, someone just started screaming at me. I'm like. This isn't the best way to convey this information to me because I was legitimately unaware. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Yeah. Thanks for just um, uh, screaming at me versus being like, hey, not cool. So interesting side note, speaking of these two epi- these two issues, did you know in the first episode of Moon Knight, there's a QR code that if you scanned it, you got free access to free digital copies of these? No, I didn't. Yep. So there's a QR code in the second second um, episode of Moon Knight. I didn't scan it, but I kind of want to. But I'm also like, well, if I scan this QR code, then they're just going to continue to have more of my, my personal information. But there's a QR code on the outside of his locker in the storage facility. Hmm. In fact, I'm going to Google what it is right now, perhaps. Whatever. So Moon Knight uh, captures Jack Russell, puts him in a cage for the committee. They're like... Thank God. Here's your $10,000. And like, now we have our pet assassin. Yeah, he's like, what are you going to use it for? It's like, oh, well, we're just going to bring him as a pet sometimes. And sometimes, I wrote this down because it was worth it. If I could pick up my notes. Sometimes he's a pet. And sometimes he'll be used for various murders. <laughs> in Moon Knight, he's questioning this. Yes. Um, meanwhile, uh, Jack Russell and Moon Knight are also yelling at these investors of the committee who are all relatively overweight and they all just keep on screaming um different <laughs> fat names at them my favorite one being chubs a flub ah <laughs> in moon Knight's well now that i have my ten thousand dollars i'm gonna let you escape so uh in the qr code on the locker which is number 43 which doesn't make sense as to why it links you there uh it links you to werewolf by night number 33 which is part of what we read literally what we're talking about right yes now. But it's a high-res digital scan of that. Oh, good for them. Yes. Whatever. Uh, Werewolf by Night gets out. They have another punch-up with um, the Chubs of Flubs. And then Moon Knight's like, hey, no hard feelings. And Werewolf by Night attacks him. He's like, ah, makes sense, I guess. Yes. <laughs> because I was a jerk, and I put you in a cage, and I threw some stuff into you. I had these little batarangs and uh, pierced your skin with them. Mm. So I guess it makes sense that you're mad at me, but I was getting paid to fight you before, and um, I'm not doing that for free. No. He's like, yeah, so I got paid $10,000 to fight you for once. I'm not going to do it for fun. No. And that's it. Um, he sucks in these first couple of issues. Yeah. He's, he's a real jerk. He's unlikable. Maybe he's British because he says bloody once. Um, and he uh, thinks he has a stupid name. Yeah, there you go. Moon Knight. So, you know, really endearing. Insufferable Moon Knight. Did this just go for a lot of money recently? No, there was a different one that went for a lot of money recently. World of Night 32 goes for a lot of money. That's always a pricey issue. Yeah, because it's the beginning of Moon Knight. I don't know why, but for like more than a lot of other... Fir- There's a couple like first appearances that just go for big bucks and I don't understand them with current... Things also like the first appearance of Morbius goes for a ton of money, and I don't understand why. Hmm, I don't the first appearance of Moon Knight goes for a lot of money, and I don't really understand why. Whatever, it happens. But yeah, people, people love the occult shit, man. That's Moon Knight's first appearance. It's kind of doesn't it feel like it was a way for like Marvel to like skirt around the comic books, the comics code authority, and do some of the occult stuff? 
Well, I mean, it was just some of the stuff out here is silly. It's like, look at these lacerations. And like, there's a couple other things where they say like, oh, look at this. And it's just like, to- yeah, it came but- up before they're like, Moon Knight gets shot and he's talking to Frenchie. He's like, are you okay? He's like, well, my arm ain't bleeding red for nothing or pumping red or something like that. Yeah, And uh, there is no blood. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's blowing away off the helicopter. The- oh, of course. Yeah. That's how uh, blood on white cloth works. It's moon cloth. It just blows away. All right. Yeah, give it a read. If you don't know anything about Moon Knight, you're not going to really learn anything new about him. Yeah. Because at some point he has to die or almost die to become the servant of, um, what's his, his face? His stuff gets kicked around a bunch. G- yeah, gum, this is gum fine. Shoe, gum, what's, Conchu. What's, Conchu, gumshoe, whatever. It's fine. It's totally serviceable. Conchelle. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's there. It, but it's fun enough. Yes. All right. All right, moving on. Last segment of the show. Letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can. You know how you do that? Email. That is the way to do it. Carrier pigeon. Less effective. Telegram. Even less effective. Send us a wire via Morse code. I think carrier pigeon's the most successful of those options, because at least there's a chance of it getting here. Singing telegram. I don't want that. Whenever I hear the word singing telegram, I think of the scene in Clue where they killed the singing telegram. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. Send us an email at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. This week's question. Yes. Is there a movie that you've changed your opinion about over time? Yeah, plenty, I would think. There's some I really liked in the beginning, some that I don't like now. or I think, I think the, I don't know. What's the one that you've, okay, go with yours. I, I have gone from a hate to a love. Wow, that's incredible for you. When I was a kid, because I mean, yeah. it makes me sound like we're ancient, but we literally, we had like you know the three channels plus pbs and maybe fox sometimes okay yes but when i was um it was once a year and it was just drilled into my head and i was um my parents didn't really force a lot of stuff on me it's there was more of oh there's like children's programming like he'll maybe find out what he likes are you gonna talk are you talking about the once a year viewing or airing of the ten commandments because that's coming up this weekend Uh, no, it was The Wizard of Oz, and my mom would be like, you have to sit down and watch this oh, that was also a once a, Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to watch The Wizard of Oz. She's like, you have to watch The Wizard of Oz. Sit your ass down. Probably didn't say it like that. Uh, no, no. That was probably Doug, not Karen. <laughs> I was literally... Karen's, Karen's probably like, Zach, watch the movie. Doug's like, sit your ass down, son. I don't think he cared about me watching The Wizard of Oz. No. But I was literally like forced to watch it Like every single year it came on, and I hated it because it was like long and boring and slow. But if you ask me right now, I'd throw that shit on in a heartbeat. I love The Wizard of Oz now. I, I've always liked The Wizard of Oz. So. I hated it as a kid. There were certain things, like, there were certain scenes I would, like, were scary and I couldn't watch. I was like, ah. But now I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Woo! But yeah, that's uh, a definite one where I I hated it as a kid, but I love it as an adult. I don't know. I'm trying to think. A movie I changed my mind on. There have been movies I'm like, I really don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. And then, like, either they force me to watch it for the show or in general or i'll just end up watching and i'm like oh i see what that was all about that's really cool i liked it I'm trying to think of a specific example i mean we can go with like sh- uh stuff kind of like show adjacent like our we were talking about them earlier we also didn't know a lot of things about brian singer at that point but like the first x like first two X-Men yeah. movies we were at the time it was like oh my god like how can it get better than this and now if you throw them on i'm like the pacing of these are is terrible and they're so boring that they're really hard to sit through I think the second X-Men in that series, I soured on a little bit that one, over for, time. For a long time, that was like, this is the peak. It's not getting better than this. Now it's like, oh, God, I can't. I just don't want to sit down and watch that. No, no. I don't know. I don't tend to go back and rewatch things I really liked, and I try not to ruin things I do like. like I, I try not to overwatch things that I really enjoy. I think even some of the Star Trek movies, it's like with... Um, especially like the next generation ones, like with the addition of time, you're like, oh yeah, generations. It's not that good, is it? No, I still like generation. <laughs> I would okay. say, actually, you know what? Insurrection. I kind of liked it when it first came out. And then the more I watched, like I've watched it and gone back to it, I'm like, <laughs> this doesn't make sense. This is so, this open is... up, open up the scoops. Give me manual control. I, I just bought that joystick, Riker. Like manual control of a starship with a joystick. Yeah, that one's, that's a rough one. Yeah. No, I didn't, yeah, that was not a good one. Yeah, my opinion of that, I liked it, and I was like, yeah, Star Trek, and then I was like, I think yeah, that, that was, I think that, yeah. 
We'll go with that one. Not I, I do actively dislike Insurrection. I think with the exception of First Contact, and even First Contact has some issues, I think my opinion has gone down on all of them over time. Like, if you didn't have the... And I even like the actor. What's his name? James Cromwell. Like, the Zephram Cochran stuff like is so over the top and so dumb. Like, him being just, like, the random drunk and, like, the Vulcans come down and the first thing he says is, thanks. He's like, you guys are on some kind of Star Trek. And the silly, like, this is what people no, wear. but I, like, th- I like that so, a lot. The costumes are stupid. And Picard freaking out and smashing the glass. And the yeah. line must be drawn here. No further. I'll make them pay. No, I still love First Contact generation of the next of the next generation movies. I would go. I would say First Contact generations Nemesis but the, Insurrection. It's just saying an opinion that has changed over time. Yeah. No, I would say I've soured on that one. There's other ones where I know if I went back that like they would not hold up for me. Like the movie Sphere scared the shit out of me as a kid. I guarantee if I went back to watch it now, I'd be like, "This is just garbage." <laughs> I know it would be terrible. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Actually, here's one that's kind of a maybe a, a mildly controversial opinion. I, st- I still love the movie, but I was kind of like, this is the first Christmas in a while when I watched A Christmas Story. I was like, oh, I'm a little bored. I watched that for the first time in a long time last Christmas. It still holds up. It's still good. I still contend Ralphie is a sociopath. You know that they're doing a sequel to that right now? This would be a third one. Because it did Christmas Story 2. No, this is like with all the original cast coming back. Wow. Like, it's Ralphie bringing his family back to uh, his town to, like, try and connect with it again. Mm-hmm. It's literally, like, currently filming with all, like, the original people, including the guy that got into gay porn. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Again, I love a Christmas story. Not that I have anything against gay porn. I just always find that's my hilarious, like, factoid of a Christmas story. The kid with his tongue on the... On uh, the pole? Flagpole. Well... He'd repeat that act. <laughs> Did he require a fireman to remove him from? I mean, maybe sexy fireman. Hey, now. Uh, You're an all-star. Yeah. No, I can't really think of anything. Again, this is why I wish you would give me the questions in advance so I could think on it and I not thought, be... I thought about it, but then I didn't. Well, <laughs> anyway. Is that it? That is it. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, please go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. Dollar a month gets you the day... The, Gets you the day. We just give you a day. You have a day. Gets you the show the day we record it or, you know, within a reasonable time frame. Are you looking at your wall of movies to see if there's anything else over that you've changed your mind on? Yeah, nothing that I've... That's where I tend to go off and, and stare and look at. I don't have strong opinions about that stuff. Um, yeah, so I, that's... I uh, probably like Ghostbusters 2 less than I did originally, but not, like, not drastically less. No. I, actually, Temple of Doom has grown on me a little bit in bits and pieces, but... Nope. Bits and pieces. But overall... I have a hard stand on that movie. Overall. Oh, actually, you know what? Um, uh, Attack of the Clones. I was like, yeah, when it came out. And then like, I look back on it and I'm like, huh? I was excited about this? I've told the story before, I think. But like, um, my dad's friend like went out to see um, The Phantom Menace when it came out. And that was 99, right? It was. So I would have been 11. And like this guy saw like 11 times in the theaters. And I didn't realize that I disliked it at that point. But it's like when he said that, I was like, for that movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's a revealing moment as an 11 year old. It's a massively revealing moment. <laughs> like, why? Anyway, back to the Patreon. So yeah, Dollar Month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus some other cool stuff behind the paywall. And if you want to get in touch with us, email us, editorsnotecomics at gmail. Dot com and you can find Zach on the social media at Editor's Note Comics. Indeed you can. Uh, you're somewhere. At Junior Rich on the Twitzers. Uh, I don't know what the next two weeks look like. It's going to be, maybe there's a week You're going off. to a tropical getaway, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, something. At least one week something. Maybe two weeks. I truly don't know. This will be the longest period of time that we haven't seen each other since the beginning of the covid oh you know what i uh, forgot to bring this up last week was our six-year anniversary of the show yeah last episode i think so it was last week or maybe the week before but yeah it's been six years wow six years mm. so real quick we'll do now i'm kind of curious so if i pull up my calculator you shouldn't have done this you brought this upon yourself you've added time to the show Six years times, we'll say 50 weeks a year that we've done a show. Well, I'm, the episode number is like 300 something, like the early 300s. Well, six years times 50 shows would be 300 episodes on the dot. Yeah, we're a little bit over that. Okay, so we'll say we, well, there's a year, like, so let's say we've averaged 51 shows a year. 
Okay. 306 shows times, we'll say, on average, an hour and a quarter. Yeah, about an hour when I'm done. So that's 382 hours if you go an hour and a quarter, because some have been longer. I mean, think about the longest episode ever for episode 301. <laughs> 301. Plus the, the ill-fated um, year in preview show. But then if you divide that by... that's. 16 days you could listen to this for 16 straight days it would take you 16 days i've spent 16 days of my life on this show with you longer because i have to edit this down well no you spend more time with me but that's a good point so i've spent 17 days of my life and then double that for me for recording that's over a month or for editing so you've had to listen to my voice directly in your headphones for a month of your life (laughs) life is fantastic all right. Um, that, that was a terrible way to end. Uh, we'll be back for something. <laughs> I, I truly don't know. Oh, plus <clears throat> the time that we've spent in uh, show prep, the drinking episodes, those go long. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. I truly don't know what's coming up because I'm going on vacation, but I'm still going to try and make something work. So see you probably next week. Bye. Aloha.